Two Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the Easter Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM. It is your education and wellness station and we have so much in store for you this week, so we invite you to stay tuned. I'm Adise Jonas Murphy. Rejoice in His Thank you so very much for keeping it locked to NCUFM 91.1, 91.3, and 91.5, only on your FM dial. You know, today is such a wonderful day. Wonderful because my friend is back. Yes, I'm talking about Dr. Philip Brown. Dr. Brown is a consultant, ENT, head and neck surgeon. And today, we're not going to be talking about rhinosinusitis, but we're going to be talking about your thyroid and you. You know, that little thing located somewhere at that place in your neck that place right there right that's what we're going to be talking about there's so much to learn from our program today and we just hope that you will sit glued to ncufm as we take you through a wonderful episode dr brown welcome back to studio how are you doing i'm doing fine thank you again <laughs> for having me not a problem at all sir so we're talking about our thyroid our thyroid we would have heard that term over a period of time some of us but for those of us who are not quite aware of its function what is the thyroid Where is it located and what does it do? The thyroid is what we call an endocrine gland. So it produces what we call thyroid hormones Mm -hmm. that are important for a number of functions. It's situated at the front of the neck. It is shaped like a bow tie. So it has a right side and a left side and joined in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's just a few centimeters above your collarbone at the front of the neck. In terms of the thyroid hormones that it produces, the main function, what is important, is managing or controlling your basal, what we call your basal metabolic rate, which Mm. is really the energy content or constituent of one's body. Mm. But it also affects other different body systems. Mm. So it's important, it can affect the heart, as in can cause the heart to go either in overdrive Mm -hmm. or or underdrive. underdrive. (laughs) Thyroid is also important in terms of your general metabolism, digestion of food. Mm -hmm. It's also important during the birth process and developmental process in terms of it affects what we call the neurodevelopment, so brain development It's important. Thyroid hormone is important for that. It's not something we talk about all the time, though, but as you spoke of metabolic rate, I know persons especially who are into fitness and health and exercising, you hear them talk about that term a lot, the metabolic rate. Am I to assume that how fast or how slowly one gains weight is directly affected by our thyroid? There are multiple factors into what can result in one's weight gain or weight loss. Mm -hmm. But the thyroid hormone can contribute to it because thyroid hormone is important in your basal metabolic rate. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you have an overactive thyroid, you will have elevated basal metabolic rate Mm -hmm. and therefore your metabolism will be higher. So you'll definitely lose weight, but not necessarily good weight loss. So you have Mm -hmm. bad weight loss, good weight loss. So you have rapid weight loss. Mm -hmm. Contrarily, Mm -hmm. if you have an underactive thyroid, you tend to have a low basal metabolic rate and you get rapid weight gain. Let's look at the causes of, let's say, an overactive thyroid versus an underactive thyroid. In terms of thyroid disease itself, there are again theories as to what are the causes of why persons get thyroid Mm -hmm. problems. For example, it mostly affects women, so Mm -hmm. there's a hormonal theory. Mm. 
as to why you get overactive thyroid. One of the causes is what we call Graves' disease. Mm -hmm. And essentially what happens, your body actually produces a chemical mm -hmm. that continuously stimulates the thyroid gland to go into overdrive, right? And so, and the, this overdrive results in a swelling in the neck and mm -hmm. also can affect person's eyes. Mm -hmm. So it affects the tissues at the back of the eye. So some persons get what we call proptosis or the eye actually bulges. Mm -hmm. It also can affect the person's skin so they can get skin changes, get anxious. In terms of other causes, again, you can have different swellings or what we call nodules developing mm -hmm. the thyroid and for some reason genetically or hormonally or environmentally it becomes overactive. Mm -hmm. Similarly with underactive thyroid there are several causes. One of the causes can be an autoimmune, what we call autoimmune. So your, produce, your body actually produces uh, certain chemicals in the body called antibodies that actually destroy the thyroid tissue. Mm. So in essence you're losing functional thyroid tissue. Mm -hmm. So you become hypothyroid. Interesting. Let's talk about when the thyroid gland becomes enlarged. First of all, there's a condition that starts with G. Yes. Um, that the person experiences. What is that condition? Yeah, so one of the terms persons use is called a goito. Mm. So when we talk about swellings in the thyroid, the term that is utilized is called a nodule. Mm. Okay? The nodules can be in 80 to 85 percent, mm -hmm. non-cancerous, and then 20 to 15 can be potentially cancerous. Mm. So the, the loose term for when there are swellings of the thyroid gland and they're not cancerous is called a goito. Okay. So that's how that term is. But the medical term would be a benign thyroid nodule. Benign okay. means non-cancerous mm. thyroid nodule. Can a person usually feel when it is enlarged? I mean, I know you see it, yes. but is it painful? So it depends on the size mm -hmm. that will determine your symptoms. So for really large thyroid, it can compress surrounding tissues. So it can mm -hmm. compress your windpipe or swallowing passages. Mm -hmm. Is it something that lasts though? Right so it depends on the cause of the swelling. So some persons, so you ask about pain. Uh -huh. So some persons may have what we call a cyst, which is really a fluid-filled area. Right. And they get an acute enlargement and that can result in pain and swelling and cause um, this, the, what we call compressive symptoms when they press on the surrounding structures. But these can resorb with time or with intervention. Mm -hmm. Rarely you may get an infection or inflammation of a thyroid nodule or swelling can result in pain. But the most common presentation will be an incidentally discovered thyroid swelling either by the patient or mm. during routine clinical exam. Earlier you had mentioned uh, the term hypothyroidism or you know having an underactive thyroid gland resulting in hypothyroid uh, but, but there is also hyperthyroid and let's just go through slowly the distinction between the two. All right, so they're easily so hyperthyroid means that you have a, an overactive thyroid and Hypothyroid means you have an underactive thyroid. And in terms of the symptomatology, mm -hmm. they're basically opposites. So if you can go through the different body systems on the heart, mm -hmm. one causes heart racing. Mm -hmm. Which one? The, hyper? Sorry, hyper mm -hmm. causes heart racing, or what we call a tachycardia. Mm -hmm. And this can result in other conditions. So we can eventually get what we call the rhythm of the heart is out of sync, so we call that an arrhythmia. Mm -hmm. Or if it continues to beat beyond which its capacity, the heart 
goes into what we call heart failure. Whilst on the other side, the heart and the, in the hypothyroid is becomes the heart beats slow. Mm-hmm. So we call it bradycardia. Mm. Which again, is still an irregular heartbeat. Can be an irregular heartbeat, yes. Mm. Um, if it if you think of your weight, so hyperthyroid causes it to have rapid weight loss. Mm-hmm. Well, hypo mm. causes rapid weight gain. It's one of the assessment for persons as they get older and mm-hmm. getting rapid mm-hmm. on unexpected weight gain. Mm. Hyperthyroid, the, they can affect your mood. Mm-hmm. So hyperthyroid or overactive thyroid patients tend to be anxious, mm-hmm. sweaty, have mm. tremors, mm-hmm. whilst the opposite for the um, hypothyroid patients. It also can affect your voice, so the hypothyroid person can get a husky voice, mm-hmm. or if you're a female, you can have uh, f- the, the, the voice can actually sound like a male mm-hmm. or a male range of voice. Their hard skin changes, mm-hmm. so the hyper or overactive tend to have a shiny type skin, while it, for the hypo, it's coarse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, as I said, they are those diametric opposite of each other. Mm-hmm. You're tuned in to Healthy and Happy. It's a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM, your education and wellness station. So if you've not yet encouraged a friend to turn on the radio and listen to Dr. Philip Brown speak about your thyroid and you, then now is a great opportunity to do so. So we're back with Dr. Philip Brown, who is a consultant, ENT, head and neck surgeon. And of course, the topic, as I've said, your thyroid and you. We've looked at a working definition of what the thyroid is, you know, its core functions. What does it do? The relationship between the thyroid, weight gain, weight loss, uh, hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism. We looked at what happens if the area, the thyroid, gland becomes enlarged and we just ended with some of the symptoms now we're going to be looking at treatment options doc how do we treat this condition the hyper and hyper okay hyper hypo. so hyper and hyperthyroidism are what we call in terms of thyroid problems mm-hmm. functional problems right so for hyperthyroid the treatment options are usually medical mm-hmm. or can involve surgery Mm-hmm. Right, so most so medical can you can get tablets that will attempt to reduce the amount of thyroid hormone that you're producing. Mm-hmm. There is a treatment called radioactive iodine, also where you get a iodine that is radioactively labeled mm-hmm. that is actually ingested and destroys the tissue. Mm-hmm. Now, in patients who this has not been successful, they may require surgery, which I will undertake for them. Mm-hmm. Also, there are certain, for example, for women who have certain type of overactive thyroid, for mm-hmm. example, Graves, who wants to have uh, children early. They may do a thyroidectomy for these patients early. Um, for hypothyroid, is commonly given thyroxine replacement, or if mm-hmm. they have an autoimmune disease, they are given additional treatment for that. How common are these conditions in Jamaica, based on your practice, based on what you've seen, and probably based on research? All right. So when you look on research, they said if you should do an ultrasound scan of any given population, 50% will have some form of swelling in the thyroid gland, Mm -hmm. what we call the nodules. And about uh, a quarter or less of these will then Mm -hmm. manifest or be evident. So it's something that is common mm-hmm. 
if you do ultrasound of everybody, but as I said, it's just a subset of the population would have visible swelling or require uh, additional treatment. And who is more susceptible to this condition? So uh, susceptibility, uh, so it's common in, more common in females. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a, probably a hormonal uh, theory, but there are some persons with certain genetic problems that are predisposed to developing mm. not only thyroid problems, but thyroid cancer. So there's a mm. genetic component, and they're still looking on the white soap more common in females. The thing is, most foods would mm. have some level of iodine, but what has happened are foods, or especially our salts, mm. they, they are iodine supplemented. Mm. So therefore, if you want to look on specific, say a cabbage and green leaf of vegetables, mm. they have a good source of mm. iodine. Mm-hmm. All right, what is usually undertaken when a person has a thyroid lump? So let's say they present to you this particular symptom. Between diagnosis of what it is and treatment, how is this procedure undertaken? We'll do what's called a, a clinical evaluation. So you take a we'll call a history, an interview. Mm-hmm. And basically we're asking you to see if there's any risk factors for one, thyroid cancer, mm. or two, what symptoms you're having related to this lump. Mm-hmm. Or if you have symptoms of what we call thyroid dysfunction, which is either hyper or, or hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. Then thereafter you're clinically examined to see about the size or the characteristics of this lump. Then you're sent for what we call an ultrasound. Mm-hmm needle biopsy and the real reason where as i said before most nodules 80 to about 85 percent will be non-cancerous but there's a subset that can be and when we do the needle biopsy and the ultrasound we're trying to distinguish between both mm-hmm. and then thereafter once we have the results of those then a discussion is done with the patient to see whether or not surgery is required so when i talk to the patient and tell them surgery is required and under many situations, but it's easy to remember, C's, mm-hmm. so C, if there's evidence of cancer, so mm-hmm. the other C, if it's pressing on other areas, so mm-hmm. your windpipe or your swelling passage, we'll call that compression. Some persons, they don't have either of these, but they are large thyroids, so it's mm-hmm. called cosmetic reasons. Mm, yeah. Okay. And what are some of the more common risks associated, let's say, with um, thyroid surgery? Yeah, so... A lot of persons, you know, have concerns with thyroid surgery. So one of the main concerns is, am I going to lose my voice? Mm. And there's always there's always that risk. Um, in most thyroid surgeons here in Jamaica and locally, in my hands, is less than 1% of cases. You'll have some voice changes after surgery. In fact, the surgery, majority of the time is spent identifying that, that special nerve mm-hmm. that's important for your voice. With thyroid surgery, depending on if you take out half or the entire gland, if you take out the entire gland, Mm -hmm. there are some small glands that are important in producing calcium in the body. Mm. So these may be affected. So sometimes after surgery, Mm -hmm. if you take out, say, the entire gland, you may have to take tablets not only to replace the thyroid hormone, but also the calcium. And these are lifelong? uh, Lifelong. And of course, with thyroid, any surgery, mm-hmm. you scar, you can get bleeding and infection. Mm-hmm. But again, these are pretty low based mm-hmm. on expertise locally and in my hands. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of patients who perhaps would have done, let's say, surgery um, on their neck region, not necessarily related to thyroidism, but also have that condition and would require thyroid surgery. Would there be challenges in operating on a thyroid-related problem when there would have been an existing problem? 
as in a previous neck surgery. Yes, a previous neck surgery. Yes, so th- it's challenging, but that's why you come to us as experts. You mm-hmm. know, that's why we're trained mm-hmm. to operate in these areas. Mm-hmm. Plus, there are adjuncts that we do in patients who have, say, we're doing re- revision surgery or previous neck surgery. Mm-hmm. So one of the main concerns is damage to this nerve. The nerve is called a recurrent laryngeal nerve. They are mm-hmm. what we call nerve monitors that we can use and we to identify and prevent injury to this nerve and also I personally wear specialized equipment called loops that mm-hmm. give me a magnified view of the operating field. Mm-hmm. So there are adjuncts that we do up and along with our skill set and experience to overcome these challenges. Several times you made mention of thyroid cancer. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, are they treatable? When you tell patients, oh, it's thyroid cancer, you know, the, the, there's shock, mm. scared, and you know, despondency. But I try to tell them, listen, this is one of the cancers that I think as a medical field we can treat effectively. The cure rates are in the high 90s, mm-hmm. and very few patients will die from mm-hmm. thyroid cancer. And this can be effectively treated, if, especially if caught early, or even if mm-hmm. it's caught late-ish, they are um, effective treatment, which can be surgery or the radioactive iodine. Should one ignore a thyroid lump, Doc? And I'm asking it deliberately this way because um, there is just this fear, uh, perhaps, among some of our listeners, you know, of going to a medical mind. Some people just don't want to hear bad news. Yes. They, don't, they don't want to hear it. It might be cancerous. They, they don't want to hear that. So many shy away from the doctor's office and stay home. You have to make sure that it is a thyroid lump. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the main reasons of going. And they, even if it comes back as something not desirable, such as cancer, it can be effectively treated. Mm-hmm. Because what we don't want is to it to uh, reach to a stage that it becomes untreatable. So there are instances in which, mm-hmm. for example, you have a thyroid lump mm-hmm. that's initially non-cancerous mm-hmm. that, but then progressively becomes cancerous mm-hmm. and then develops, then um, grows rapidly mm-hmm. and spreads uh, extensively in the body and and can be potentially fatal. Mm-hmm. So and at that time, our intervention is really very minimal because mm-hmm. it's a very aggressive type. So it's something that should be evaluated and because it is treatable. Mm-hmm. And it's not all thyroid lumps require surgery. So, But it's best to have that information. Mm-hmm. So, Doc, how can individuals find you? There are individuals who may want to you know, keep Dr. Brown's number on hand or at least know how to find him so that um, should they present with some of the symptoms that we have mentioned, especially in our program today, you'd be able to, to effectively treat with them. Sure. So um, a number of these places are available through social media and online. Mm-hmm. But in the Kingston area, I do consultations out of Barbican Business Medical Center mm-hmm. and also at Help Us Associate at Boulevard Super Center. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Linstead area, I do it, uh, consultations at the Family Wellness Center and in the Portmore area at West Trade Medical Center. All right. Thank you so very much, Doc. So you want to ensure that you bear those places in mind should you need to reach out to Dr. Brown. And of course, he stands ready to serve 
I'm not going to say reassure and protect. That's the wrong slogan. That's for the police. I'm talking about the doctor now. He stands ready to serve you and, of course, treat your medical needs. Dr. Brown, we appreciate your time. Thank you so very much for stopping in once again to our program, Healthy and Happy, where we discuss your thyroid and you. Consultant, ENT, head and neck surgeon. And I'm going to I'm gonna give him a talk show pretty soon, you know, because I think he needs one. I th- you don't think so, listeners? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome, Dr. Philip Brown, and also to you, our listening audience, who continue to keep it locked to this blessed station week after week. We thank you so very much for your time, and of course, um, you know, just for keeping my company. Yeah, 6.30 to 7 each week. Appreciate it. Or Technical Director, Elder Errol Vaz, thank you so very much, sir. Uh, we appreciate you too. God's richest blessings on your life. Join me next week, same time, same place, for another edition of Healthy and Happy. I'm Adise Jonas Murphy, wishing you God's richest blessings. Everybody say that there is a kingdom sound. Say it again, there is a kingdom sound. And I want you to understand this, that there is always a sound that precedes a move of God. Everybody say that there's always a sound that precedes the move of God. Whenever you will find deliverance, wherever you will find healing, wherever you find a move of God, it is always associated with a sound. I want us to take just maybe 30 seconds and we're gonna gonna sing this song. We're gonna raise it as an offering to the Lord, but I want us to take about maybe just 30 seconds, if you will,
you have. So we give you high praise and we say, Hallelujah. You have won it all for me. Listen, I want you to lift your hands for just a moment. Let's worship God. I want to hear that guitar for just a moment. I'm, I just want you to minister. The Bible calls it a, a Zamar praise. That praise upon the string instruments is that Zamar praise. <laughs> Glory to God. The Bible says that Saul called for David to offer a Zamar praise. When he was troubled with the spirit, there are some of you who are troubled in your spirit. But as we worship God in this fashion, God is going to set you free in your spirit. Church. Sweet 